1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now we've had another... Premier League weekend, some interesting games and performances and a lot of argument and contentious decisions that really are making a mockery of the game in my view but my view is less important than our guest John Giles one of the great players and as many of our listeners acknowledge in the mails they send us and most people in Ireland do one of the great judges of the game we've ever had anywhere John, thank you for joining us today. It has been a contentious weekend. The worst and most audacious mistake came in Manchester City's match against Fulham. It was the first goal, which is huge, in any match. And it was scored by Aki, their fullback. But Akanji, Manuel Akanji, was five yards offside. He was close... He was in the six-yard box. He was interfering with play, clearly, because he was uh, dictating what the goalkeeper might do. He jumped over the ball, let it run through. His legs didn't touch it. Back of the net. Now, he was clearly offside. He was clearly interfering with play. But VAR didn't think so. They argued and have elaborated (laughs) subsequently that they didn't, in their view, Kanji wasn't uh, interfering with play. John... You saw this. I saw this goal. There's no question in my mind at all, not a scintilla of doubt, that this was a bad decision. And uh, Silva, Fulham's very good manager, said uh, he, he was incredulous. He couldn't believe that the goal had been allowed to stand. What did you think?
2: Well, I, I, I would agree with uh, Marco Silva in the way it's gone, what, what happened, Eamon. But I think what's happening, Eamon, they're changing the rules. Yep. You know what I think? What they're saying now: if the fella in 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 his offside doesn't interfere with the ball, it's well, okay. But he now it, what it, they don't what they've not taken into consideration when somebody's in that position, the goalkeeper has to yeah look out for him, and that's why the goalkeeper couldn't make the dive that, that he yes. would have wanted to make yes. from the header. Yeah. You know yeah. so. Yeah. It's 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 just madness. What the, what what? It makes Farr mad. Yes. And it's not far fault. far is far only a, a, a thing that's supposed to help the referees, I mean. But if they're changing the rules like they are, it makes it okay as far as they're concerned. Yeah. It's like the rule they introduced last year. Remember about the offside, the Manchester yeah. United match yeah. where Rashford was involved in it he was my offside, but the rule was if he didn't touch the ball,
0: yeah,
2: it could go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but that's what they're doing with the rules. Yeah,
0: now let, it, like let's. The, but let's go back to the common sense. Since you and I began playing football a very long time ago, we decades yeah. ago, more decades yeah. than I want to say, <laughs> um, the the game hasn't changed. The principle of offside hasn't changed. If you're interfering no. with play then you're offside. Clearly, let's get this right, Akanji was interfering with play. He didn't touch the ball, but he was interfering with play for the reason you said he was taking the goalkeeper's attention and the goalkeeper couldn't make the save in case Akanji got a touch.
2: Exactly, yes.
0: So first goal, you go away to Manchester City, you're Fulham, a relatively small club, very good coach, Silva. And they won down and it was blatant and it was, it was wrong. Don't want to spend yeah. too much time on it, but City are top of the league. They've got nine points from, from their three games. Have to be pointed out, I think, John, that the three games have involved Fulham, Burnley and Wolves, I think. And they haven't faced up to any real challenge yet in terms of their own strengths, which are immense. And they are, they're top of the league uh, with Spurs. Um, just let's go on to Spurs, John. They went to Burnley, where City had been. Uh, well, went to Burnley and, and gave Burnley a right hide-in. This fella, Postacoglu, uh, Ange Postacoglu, who was the manager of Celtic, he's come down, he's an Aussie, he's come down to London. I think we both watched his first game. It was against Manchester United at home. They were really nervous and pretty Vulnerable looking in the first twenty twenty five minutes, then they got took fire, beat United hand, handy, and not not many people go to Burnley. John score five goals.
2: No, well, I think he's done a really good job, Eamon yeah. so far. I mean, it is early on in the season, but uh, like anybody. In the Premier League to, to win away five it was good. I'm well, yes. And he's got Son back on back on track now. With, yeah. As you know, he scored a hat trick. Yeah, and he hasn't scored a goal this season. Yeah, I think he's been missing Harry Harry Kane. But you know, this this guy's a new guy. And what I what, what we see well what I see of him anyway I like. They, they, they seem to be positive in what they're doing. They're they're impressive the way they play. And as you say, going to Burnley is no never any an easy game. No. Um, but they won. They won extremely well. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. very, very good.
0: And he does want to play football. I mean, he's mad about oh, playing now yeah. from the back, which I think is suicide. Sometimes, especially that first game against United, I thought this guy's crazy. But they hmm. keep doing it, and yeah. there's a kind of confidence that spread through the team. And I note in his post-match interview, he said, "We're just getting started." Um, so yeah. it's really good because Spurs are a great club with a great history. But they haven't really played football, have they, for quite well, some time? They haven't
2: done anything for years, Eamon, yeah. Really, in, in 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 relation with it, have the, the, the Harry Kane Kane situation? Yes. going on for a while. Yeah, and uh, again, the chairman has to, has to get a grip of it, Eamon. Yeah, you know, he's he's, he's he he hasn't uh, he hasn't helped the situation at all. I mean, he doesn't give the managers any freedom, and he's he's had some great managers in there. Yeah,
0: he has uh, Pochettino.
2: Yeah, Pochettino. Among yeah. Them, yeah. And 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 uh, great Italian manager like did. he doesn't give them what they need. No. Now, whether he gives this man some, whatever he needs uh, remains to be seen.
0: Yeah, well, if but, he's, uh, he's got <laughs> so,
2: he's got Son back on track anyway, he got a hat trick, um, yeah. as you know. Yeah, against it. But uh, no, they, they were very they were very impressive, and what he, he seems to want, I'd say, would be very very good for the Spurs crowd. I yes. think it's what they need.
0: It's the kind of football there. they like to see. It's yeah. the kind of football that historically Spurs were always uh, associated with. Um, yeah. Now, we're talking about the Premier League, and on Saturday I think we both watched young Evan Ferguson, 18 years old. He's a Northside lad. In fact, uh, one of our listeners sent me an email to say he is in fact from Bettystown which is in Meath, (laughs) and his father was from (laughs) Betty's Town. His father was a very good League of Ireland player. Uh, Evan himself went and he played for Boz, made his name for Boz when he was 15. But he has really emerged this season. He scored a hat-trick for Brighton against Newcastle on Saturday evening. He looks incredibly exciting, doesn't he, John?
2: Uh, he, look, he looks. He looks a really good lad, I Eamon. He's, yeah. he's a, big, a huge lad. He's about six foot yeah. two or three. Yeah, at least. And I know he comes. I know he comes from a footballing family. Yes, I think Liam used to play with his granddad. That's right. Yeah,
0: Liam said so Yeah, yeah. So
2: he's, he, but he's he's, he's he's he comes from a real soccer soccer background, and he looks a lovely lad, I Eamon. I, yes. I, I was at a do there last year, about twelve months ago, and uh, for the FEI, and he was receiving some some award, and yeah. he was. I, I met him. Yeah, like I didn't know him at that mm. stage, uh, but he was very, very respectful to me. Yes, you no, know, uh, which is which is always very nice for a, for the for yeah, young lad.
0: Yeah, and,
2: and he seems to have, you know, that love for football about him. When he comes, I when you come from a family like that, it's, it's yes. soaked in in the game, you know, yes. like he's, but, he's, but he's, 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 the real McCoy. I mean, you know. He's, he's he's great yeah. attitude and he's he's big lad he's, he's and he's quick and he has a, he can control the ball good header the ball, it's great to see and it's great to see for Irish football. I mean, yes, it for is. Sure.
0: It is. It's it's gone back to the times when Liam Brady was discovered, Frank Stapleton, David Leary, all those great players that we mm. used to produce from the Dublin and District uh, Schoolboy League. Um, and yeah. he, he got his goals and that's huge. Uh, the second one was. A really beautiful goal. And uh, the third was a deflection. And the first one showed his opportunism in the box when the, the goalkeeper spilled the ball. The Newcastle goalkeeper spilled the ball. He was ba- pounced on it. And uh, that's the fox in the box, as it were. But his general play, John, he, 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 he finds space. He makes intelligent runs. He's not all over the place. He's not charging up and down or barging people out of the way. He's a real, sort of natural and he has a, a natural sense of where to be which you know because you played with Dennis Law you played against Jimmy Greaves there is something a striker has to have and it's an instinct and he's got oh, it oh yeah
2: yeah he, he has a, it's an instinct or a knowledge amen, yes. whatever way you want it you want to want to take it that positional yep. sense to get into the right position at the right time which is usually if you don't I mean if pair of, any player in any position if they don't have good positional sense Simon. They're not going to be good in that position. No. You know, positional sense is getting at the far post at the right time, getting through at the right time. And he definitely has that, which is a good knowledge of the game, probably coming from, from his, his, his own family. Uh, yeah,
0: elsewhere. I mean, the first goal, for example, Pope, the Newcastle goalkeeper, a very good goalkeeper, but he's having a bit of a bad time. He had a bad time mm. on Saturday night. But he spilled the ball. It was a terrific shot from Billy Gilmore. A young lad that was at Chelsea, who's a very good footballer as well. Yeah. He hit a really powerful shot, which the goalkeeper couldn't hold on to. He spilled it. Yes. He spilled him. But the thing about Evan Ferguson was he, as you've always coached and said right through the years, a striker has to be an optimist uh, and a defender has to be a pessimist. The, the, yes. the idea that, uh, that a, a defender has to always think, you know, what if and I better get it safe. A striker yeah. has to think a different way. What if the keeper makes a mistake?
2: And, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: and he yeah. made that mistake. Well, that's a, that's and Evan was a very good there.
2: explanation of of, of it, I mean, the the mentality of the defender in relation to players. Yeah, they fear the worst. Defenders fear the worst. Attackers fear the best. Yeah, and and, that, and he has that as you as, as you've explained there. Very good.
0: And he has a very good coach in Italian Roberto Di, Zer, Di Zerbi. And Brighton keep yeah. getting these really good young players. Uh, Deshbey was very complimentary about Evan afterwards, not just about his ability, but about his character and the way he, you know, carries himself. And he thought, and he, he's not a big talker in the, in the sense of a hype merchant. He, he said this lad is very special and he's going to go a long way, and it's good for Ireland as well. He's got to come over this weekend. I say Stephen Kenny was thinking, "Why didn't you save a couple for us?" But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he will do. Ah, he, he will, will do, yeah. I mean. Yeah, but, yeah. but it
2: was a great win. A great win for Brighton. I mean, as you, you said there about the manager. I mean, yeah. what they've done over the years. I think the last match they got, they didn't play so well, but we were playing against Newcastle. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, which is very, one of the top teams. Yeah, and, and difficult beat them team three. To be. Beat them three one. Beat yeah, them well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's amazing. Amazing stuff.
0: Arsenal-Manchester United game in the modern history of the game since the beginning of the Premier League, these two clubs have often fought it out, most notably during the Arsene Wenger-Alex Ferguson era when there was some fierce stuff going on between Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane and many, many great players played in that fixture both sides. So it has a history. I thought yesterday's game, John, was disappointing in terms of the tempo, the intensity... Until the very end.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. You're know, playing around the middle of the field, aim, and then going backwards and going. Both both sides doing it. You know, like instead of getting at it or trying to get at it. Yeah, it was a bit disappointing until the end, as you said.
0: Yeah, uh, Arsenal, no. John. Let me ask you. They didn't press United in the first half at all, and they're the home team, and United aren't exactly boosting confidence <laughs> or nah. and instead of Arsenal going and pressing pressing you know uh, they were letting them walk the ball out
2: yeah they, they, but they would only let only them walk out to the halfway line and I think that's yeah. what's happened to the game you know a lot mm. in other words it, 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 if, if the team is trying to get forward as much as they possibly can that's the way it should be but in lots of games it's not you, you, they're, they're not really forward to get looking forward they want to keep possession of the ball so they get to the, the, the halfway line and that's when you need to do something well to get forward again. Yeah, they pass it back, so it's possession of all the time, and sometimes very hard to get at. And most of the teams are doing it, Eamon. Yeah, you know, most of the, and that's why there's so many passes and uh, you know keeping possession, keeping possession, keeping possession, which is fine. But you've got to take chances as well when you get to try to get into the other half of the field, and that's what I found watching it. Manchester United were doing the same. You yep. get to the halfway line, next thing they turn back, and it's, it's nearly back to the goalkeeper. Uh, both teams were doing that, so it, it was—it's uh, not good to watch at all. And I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for the teams to play that way. Yeah. But in the end, because of the goals scored, obviously, and, and they needed to be scored, it, 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 it turned out to be, to, to be okay. And I think Arsenal deserved to win it. In the end.
0: Yeah. I mean, Marcus Rashford gave United uh, the lead. Good goal. He's playing where he should be playing. I think, Johnny, we think we both, we talked about this before. Neither of us uh, and Liam, who was with us at the time, thought he was center forward up the middle, but playing on the left side of a front three is better for him. It suits him more. And that's where his goal came from. You know, a, a yeah,
2: good, he took it well. He's a really a top-class player, name. I mean, and yeah. was, uh, was a bit disappointed. I think it was last week. He he was playing up front, and as if he didn't, you know, he didn't like it, so he wasn't going to do it. But anyway, but the, the the like, I thought Arsenal deserved to win it in the end.
0: Yes, I mean. yeah. There was t- there was a VAR issue in this game uh, as well. In fact, there was two VAR issues. One was when just before when it was one one. They were in sort of overtime or, or getting to overtime. And Manchester United got a goal. Ganacho, who'd come on as a sub, as a young lad, it was a borderline decision. I think he was offside, but it was certainly a game. It would have been a game-changing goal because uh, they were actually in overtime, if I, if I remember yeah. correctly. That, yeah. that, that was one incident I don't know what you thought of that, John. It was, I, there's not much you well, can. Well,
2: I think, I think the 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 the, the, the far showed I mean, that he was just offside. Yeah, right. You know, that's it. And I mean, they must be honest. I know you're you're going to you're going to the other incident. But yes, like to, after the match, Den Hag was gone mad about. Yeah, he was pulling things out like that, and then I think he, he pulled. A, he didn't pull out one that I think you're going to talk about, which was the Juan Bazzaca and Casemiro on the Havertz. For yes, the that's
0: Institute. the one I'm going to talk about. It's the it's where yeah. Havertz was, you know, he he's not had a good game, John. I've, I've seen this lad play for Chelsea now, for Arsenal. I, I don't know what he does, but he works hard, apparently. But anyway, it wasn't Havertz, actually, who made the run at them. It was the winger, Martinelli, I think. And he, he got between the two United players. Wan-Bissaka was one of them. And I think it was the it was the midfield player Casemiro, um, I think it was. Casemiro who was yeah. the other one. Now he got through the gap. Yeah, uh, and it looked like maybe he, he fell down anyway. And the on the pitch the referee Anthony Taylor, who I think is one of the best referees in the Premier League, he gave a penalty. Yeah. VAR asked him to go and have another look at it, and he went to the sideline, he had a look at it. And he decided that he made a mistake. Fair play to him. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was borderline, John. I, I I wasn't sure. What did you think of the penalty?
2: I thought it was a penalty, I Amy, mean, To be honest. But yeah. I, just, I just mentioned uh, Tan Haggard uh, because he, he he mentioned a couple of things that went against him in the day. Yeah. I never mentioned that one. <laughs> and <laughs> and he's not the do. only manager that does that, I Amy. Mean. When when it's against them, they go mad. And when when it's for them, they never they never mentioned the, the yeah. situation. I thought it was a pen. Uh, but you know, like in the end, they got away with that. And then Arsenal got a, got away with their one Yeah. the two, the two, the yeah. two ours. So if you take it as one one on that, Arsenal, I thought Arsenal deserved to win it. Yes, uh, overall over over the ninety minutes, I thought they deserved to win it.
0: Yeah, well, a bizarre situation arose, John. I mean, first of all, the referee put up eight minutes overtime. And then he actually played about 11 minutes overtime. This overtime thing is, is actually spoiling games, but we, that's another day's conversation. But Arsenal did put the pressure on and it was Declan Rice who got the winning goal. Now it took a deflection, but he was there. And there's been a conversation about Declan Rice, which is started by Graham and Nassie he said he, he couldn't because they a great player until he scored some more goals and had some more assists. Uh-huh. Uh, Roy Keane weighed in, but Keane has a history with Declan, and Keane is just, he's not a very impressive pundit, to be honest, but he doesn't really have the knowledge or the interest, it seems, yesterday even. Now, he scored a winning goal. What do you make of De- Declan Rice? Uh,
2: well, I think he's a very, very good player, Mm. Uh, now I'll, I'll just say briefly I thought he made a, m- a meal of getting the goal the other day Bam, yeah, right that's
0: not, it's, not, it's not your scene that kind
2: of thing but it's he did Is he, been, on he, the goal. he scored Eamon he doesn't score many goals for West Ham it was, and, and, and actually it was it was, it, it was the, the second goal and then Yazoo uh, finished up with a great goal yes, to make a 3-1 yes. now he mightn't have done that if Rice hadn't scored exactly. but Rice was interviewed after that. It, 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 like he took the goal all right. We've got a deflection as well, Amy Yeah, I know he did. I said yeah. that. You know, but, but uh, I think he should be scoring more. He didn't score a lot of goals for West Ham. I think he's a very, very good player of what he does.
0: Yeah. Well, what he yeah. does is hugely important, John. He's a holding... Well, well of course. He's a, he's a hold... midfield
2: player, Amen. He doesn't get on the ball and spread it round. He doesn't make goals. Well, he doesn't score goals. But he covers the ground well. Very, very good. He's a very, very good player. Good midfield player. In in what he does. He Covers the ground well and that He, he distributes he the ball well, God. John.
0: I dispute Sorry? that. He distributes the ball very well with either foot. I think he's he, a really good But he does, really he does when player. he's in the
2: position to, when he receives Raymond. Yeah. But my, my complaint, I think he's a very good player of what he, what he does. But I think he should be on the ball a lot more. He should be making more passes. He should be making more goals. If you want to be regarded as a great player, I think that's what, what uh, actually Graham Stuness yeah. was saying there. He said there's three things as a midfield player. It's your positional sense, it's scoring goals, and making goals. Yes. And, and he, he felt that he's got one of them which yes. is covering the ground. And, and I must say, I have to agree with him that. Yeah. What he does, he does very well. But I would I, I would expect more from him as a great player right. to be doing some other things as well as what he does, Eamon. No, mm-hmm. I'm asking for a lot, but yeah, but, uh, but but I must be honest. I thought he made a meal of the goal he scored you today. Yeah, the first one he scored. <laughs> but that, a- but that's 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 only a personal thing. But I think he's a very very good player. I see. He well, don't that, think he's you up know. there with the greats. Thing. No, he's
0: not up there with the greats at the moment. Huh? And I know that you never ran to the crowd and threw yourself at them uh, when yeah, you. Well, I'm not bothered about that. No, I know I you. I, know, I but know, but there is something that surprised me about you because I challenge you on this. Uh, when we were having a drink one night. <laughs> How many goals did you score for Leeds when you were... Uh, uh, well, uh, I surprise surprised. You and you it. did surprise you. You amazed me, yeah. actually. Go yeah. on, tell us, tell our listeners. I scored, a
2: hun- I scored 115 goals huh. for Leeds. Really? I scored, I scored. I think it was 150 goals altogether.
0: That's for Leeds and United. And, and West Brom. And West yeah. Brom.
2: That's amazing. I, I scored 115 goals for Leeds and Billy has scored 115 goals for Leeds right well i so me that's a midfield players you know to, to, yeah. to, to, to do it over, over a period of time
0: yeah so it, was, it shot my argument down in flames on the night no was, I'm, I had not,
2: to, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not no I'm not having an argument against no, you I'm, obviously I'm giving you my opinion Declan yeah. I, I think I I think he's a very very good player Eamon right is he one of the great players no, did he no. do enough for me in what needs to be done in the middle of the field no,
0: no, but he's a very good acquisition
2: for Arsenal. Yes, And have him in the team anytime, right? Anytime, but I was, I was surprised at him making such a meal about his yeah. goal the other it's, day, Aymon. To be honest, you know, yeah, but he, he, anyway. That's that's, yeah. that's only a personal thing. It's not very, I think I know, he's, you a, good, you think never he's a good lad. Yes. I think he's a very very good player and should be a good player. Yeah, but, uh, could, could he do more? I think so.
0: Yes. Okay. And and maybe he will with a better yeah. team than the West Ham team he played in. Now, John, we, I had a a mail an email from a listener about Aston Villa. He's an Aston Villa fan. He said, and they got really, they've had some really good results this season. Made a good start. The coaches Unai Emery, who was yeah. a very good coach, he won the he's won the Europa League four times, and he has changed them up. And I think you and I both agree. When we've seen them this year, uh, they've been very good. So I just want to say to that listener, unfortunately, they were playing Liverpool this week. And Liverpool played really well, John. And Nunes and Mo Salah is a pretty sort of deadly strike force to have, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. They got off to a bad start, Damon, as well. You know, Cash. I think he scored two for them the week before the full-back OG'd yes. early on. So Liverpool were up and up and at it straight away, and they didn't give Villa a chance to recover, I mean, to yeah. be quite honest. They were well outplayed on the day.
0: Yeah, and Diaz is the other... I mean, he's a really good player. Now, and this, uh, this new player they bought in, uh, Sabosli, yeah, whose name I can barely pronounce, was very <laughs> impressive uh, as well in the game. I want to ask you, though, about the Mo Salah situation and the possibility. They, they turned down 150 million bid, we're told, from a Saudi club. And if the feeling is that and Mo Salah has said he doesn't want to leave. The feeling is that the Saudis will up that to 200 million. Now, the Fenway Sports are American sports company. They own this. It's a business for them. It would be a massive blow, wouldn't it, John, if the best player in England at the moment, maybe one of the best players in Europe uh, hmm. or anywhere, was to go to that Saudi circus.
2: It would be a blow, Eamon. Mm. But I, 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 if it was 200 million yeah. for the club, I was just I was thinking about it a bit. I think I would let him go. Right. right. With 200 million, Eamon, you could buy two top-class players, at least two top-class in my opinion, or one really, really great player. He's, he's, yeah. he's 31 now. Yeah. He's brilliant. I love I love Salah. Yeah. But if you're looking at the economics of him, he is 31. Yeah. You could be buying a player for... You know, he was twenty one, twenty two, twenty three,
0: or eighteen if his name was Evan Ferguson.
2: <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I there, do, yeah. There's a lot of money there to, to to go for the future. I mean, a lot of clubs. What I don't like is a lot of clubs sell players, aiming when they don't have enough players anyway, and yes. they have to take the money for certain reasons. Yeah. Liverpool don't have to take the money, but 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 if they come in with two hundred million. There's a lot you can do, and they and yeah. they're getting they've got good players in over the years, yeah. including Salah, yeah. Uh, you know when, they, when 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 the money is there, but two hundred million if we can, I think they would pay that. It's big money, yeah, to replace him. Heyman, yeah, I'd be inclined if, I've, if well, I've no, i were in the club, I'd be inclined to take the money, amen right, and scout around for it and get two players in. A one really, really top-class player in the world with that type of money.
0: Right. Um, Well, I don't think he's replaceable, but I I take your general point. I mean, I think he's just, I actually think he's the best player in the world at the moment. I mean, he makes goals. He made a goal during the week. Brilliant pass for Nunes. It was a killer goal. It won the match. And Mm. Nunes came on again. He's really come good, John. Oh, yeah. uh, after having a, a tough enough start for a striker, because if striker is not scoring goals, they feel they're not alive, um, <laughs> the, which he 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 is now, and uh, that all could be well, that ends well. But I think it would be the end of this Liverpool team and the end of club if he goes. Um,
2: I I don't I don't think so, Eamon No, you know I love Salah. I, I love know Salah. you do. Yeah, I'd, I'd love him in the team, but I'm just looking at the overall. Time and and the, the way a club is run, I, I wouldn't let Salah go for twenty million.
0: No, and I understand that. Yeah, I mean, you know the thing I mean? is, is, yeah, a, I do. Two hundred million. Two hundred
2: million. Is, I mean, yeah, you can buy players. You can buy two players, at least two really, yeah. really top class players. You know, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. They are there around the world, I eh mean. <laughs> Okay, well, as soon as you, you know, take, there's, there's lads There's lads coming into it now who are who are, who are good players. I
0: mean. Right. Well, Chelsea have yeah. spent a billion signing these yeah. lads that you say are these young lads are coming into it, John. And they lost one 0 at home to Forest. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but I mean, I'd have to interrupt you there. Yeah, Chelsea are Chelsea are a mess.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Liverpool are not a mess. No, yeah. Liverpool are not going to buy 12, and no. 14 players no. like Chelsea have done. No, no exactly. so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, no, I know to you. Know,
0: okay. like, I, I, I was in jest really more than anything. but well, I wanted yeah, but to they, ask you.
2: They made a mess of it, but, but yeah. I, again, I love Salah. I love Salah, but I'm just looking at looking at the future of a club, Aiman, and I'm looking at it from a distance because I'm not a Liverpool supporter. But I think the economics here—it's most unusual. It's not like most other clubs. I mean, where you, you, you sell somebody for forty million, you know? Yeah. And you, you can't—they you, you don't have the money to replace them even. Yeah. Like in Liverpool's case, they have. It, I think they've they've made a good few buyers recently. Salah so that is brilliant. But two hundred million, I mean, and you've got the world to go at. Yeah. You know, whether it be Italy or somewhere, two hundred million to replace them.
0: Yeah, it'd be great. You get get you'd get the two players and you can have a night out as well.
2: <laughs> With the small right. But, I, but I'm, I'm only saying that. I love Salah. I I, if I was a Liverpool supporter, I'd hate to see him go. But I'm looking at the long term That the, and to be fair to Liverpool, whoever's doing it, I Eamon, they have bought well over the years. Yes.
0: Well, they've lost and the, the few guy players
2: him. now that have been injured are coming in. Yeah. Like even the lad you mentioned the other day, you know, he's, he, he started badly, but... You know they're coming in. They're really, really good. You know, I think yes. they're going to be top-class players. They get. Uh, they got the, the midfield player in, haven't they?
0: Yeah, now. yeah.
2: And well, he's he looks good. So it
0: uh, looks a very, very, very good
2: player indeed. You know, but but that's that's. I think there's. I think there'll be a game going on at Liverpool. I mean, Salah wouldn't like that to let the supporters down. Yes. And certainly the directors or the owners would be the same. They'd be in a bad state if they let Salah go. Yeah. And Salah would be in a, in a bad state with the Liverpool Post if you, if he did go. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Salah, as a professional footballer, I mean, did want to go.
0: Right. And I should point out to our listeners that the transfer window here. In the UK and in Europe, indeed, is closed. But the transfer window in Saudi Arabia has another couple of weeks to yeah. go. I, I just, I hear what you're saying. I think these boys have decided to strike at the heart of sport because uh, they know how much we love it. They've destroyed golf, or they're in the process of near, of destroying it. In fact, they they have really attacked golf. Destroyed its heart and soul, and they're up to the same trick in football. But everyone is free to make their own mind up. Okay. Um, about okay. how
2: much? Uh, sorry, I'm to interrupt. How much is Salah being offered that we know at the moment?
0: I think he's been offered his personal terms are one and a half million. I think it's dollars a week, which yeah. is an awful lot of money. Yeah, for someone who is 31. To be offered, and yeah. you know these boys, money's no object to them, no. and, and they've made that clear in their endeavours to destroy golf uh, by splitting it. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's a very, it's a very complicated subject to, to which there are no
2: easy answers. Just to no, know, there's no answers to it. But all I'm saying, like he's a professional footballer, and yeah. you have a limited spell, as you know, yeah, in in the game to to to. To make your make your money now, and I, I know the lads are well paid nowadays. But in his in his position, he's he's, he's thirty one, you know, and yeah. it'd, be, it'd be very very difficult as a professional footballer to turn down that type of money, despite right. the fact that he would love Liverpool. He's done his stuff at Liverpool. He's done brilliantly for Liverpool. Yeah. But you know, he, 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 like by the time he's forty, I mean, he's going to be well finished playing football.
0: Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. and he's got the rest of his life uh, uh, to—he's
2: so, got the rest of his life to live, you know. I, I'm only making that position as a, as an ex professional footballer. Yeah, that you know when, you're, when you when when the day comes, i the day comes, you know. And and I've seen like over the years, and you've seen over yes. the years, some great players, Damon. When they get beyond it, and yep. the home crowd turn on them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's, a, know, it's a it can be it can be a very very hard, cruel game, Damon. It yes. can be. Yes, uh, so, I, I, mean, I, I, just, I hear uh, you. We'll see how it happens with Salah. If, if, if Liverpool decide to take the money, then it's up to Salah to go. Right. You know, if he wants to go. If he to wants him. to go.
0: Yep. no, yeah. and uh, I mean, it's life-changing money for your family, for your grandchildren, for your great-grandchildren even. Just a final yeah. qu- question, John. I know a lot of our Leeds fans listen in, John. And I want to put it to you, that they're not doing great in the championship. They're in the bottom half, they're nowhere
2: near the relegation zone. Uh, what's going on there? Well, I think it's been going on for a long time, I Amy. Mean. You know, they yeah. they had owners in, I don't know where they came from, whether it was Americans or something. They'd no they'd no love or respect for the club. Eh? No. You know, they no, no. they uh the 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 great teams that Leeds had I mean, I quite honest, I don't know who the owners are. Yeah, I've never had an invitation to lead.
0: Yeah, no, you can't get tickets anymore
2: for the last twelve twelve years. I don't, I don't particularly want to go anyway. Yeah, but there's like the, 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 all the lads that played Eddie 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 Gray is the only one, and Eddie sort of wo- sort of works there. Yes, but once these lads came in, I mean, the past is the past is gone. Yes, they don't care for leads. The supporters do. The supporters love them and want to do it. Yes, but these these fellows that came in are not supporters. These are money, man. These mm-hmm. want to make money from Leeds. And I think they've sold yes. Sold now. Once it went down, they went sold. They sold the club. So it's, it's it's not being run with the love and respect that the supporters have for the club, unfortunately. That's, that's the sad case at Leeds.
0: Another of your former clubs, Manchester United, John, just to end on this, because it's what I find it rather sad. And Manchester United ended the match yesterday with Johnny Evans and Maguire as the central defensive pairings, they've been trying to get very hard to get rid of Maguire, including stripping the club captaincy from him. Johnny Evans left in 2015 to go to Leicester and he came back on a free transfer. And this is the point. The Glazers, the owners of the club said they wanted to sell it and the price they put on it was five to six billion, five billion first, just to get people interested. They had two bidders for the club. Now they want 10 billion for it. Old Trafford is falling apart by all accounts, uh, and their credible accounts. It does show, doesn't it, how the people who have grabbed these assets in the Premier League, how much they don't care. I mean, the guy Sheikh Mansour, who owns Manchester City, and bought them about 15 years ago or something, or maybe 12 years ago, He's seen them play twice. The first time he bought them, he watched that match, and the next time he watched them was in the Champions League final in May. So that's where we're at. People buying football clubs, they're no interested in football. Well, there's, there's, a
2: big, there's, two, there's a big difference there, though, Ed. There is. City, as far as the supporters yeah. are concerned, are happy. Yes. They've won the league five times, or wherever it is. They, did. they won the Champions League, they won yeah. that. Man, you... Are not winning anything. No, they're not. No, no. they're a disaster. Yeah, I'll be quite honest. If 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 those owners were doing what the city owners did, there'd be no complaint at all. No, exactly. Uh, right, but they're money. They're money men. They're out there to make money, and they're making they're making a, a, a dreadful mess. Yeah, of a great club. I mean, that's that's what's happened. That's that's the. the, the they don't care about the, the club or the supporters. No. Don't forget, they were one of the clubs then, that were going to sell a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, 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 they're American owners and all they're interested in is in what cash can we make from the club. They don't care about the supporters. They have no love for Manchester United that the supporters have. It's a dreadful situation. Dreadful.
0: To finally end this podcast, which has been very enjoyable for me, I hope to God it is for the listeners, they were never any different, the owners, were they? They were always bums, but they the, the, these guys are really rich bums, and uh, the guys that we played for were, <laughs> didn't have a, a pot to piss in most there, of the compa- there,
2: there was a time, Damon, in the old days when yeah. there were no owners.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. They weren't allowed to. There were, were no owners. Yeah, you,
2: they, they, I know at West Brom. When I went to West Brom, you, you couldn't buy more than one share.
0: Yes, that's right,
2: name it. Mm. So you had the directors. They had, they had, they had. You know, directors were were. were on the board, the board of directors, yeah. but they weren't owners. No, they couldn't
0: make money out of football, so any money no. they gave you, they had to be paying it out of their own pocket.
2: Exactly. Was, exactly. Yeah, that and was that was, the, that was the, what it was in the old days. So nobody could own the club. Nobody could own Manchester United. Right. Okay. And that all started when the, when the, the two Irish lads were in.
0: Yeah. I won't say uh, any more about Manchester United, but it's a about- bad
2: no, and to be fair to them Eman, I don't think they were trying to make money I think they, I they, were think trying they to get out, what yeah. they were doing yeah. but, the, 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 but what, what, what happened then was that they got American owners in and these guys as you said they haven't, they haven't been to a match or they? they don't go to yeah. Manchester are they, are they going to sell the club when they get the right price they will what's happening on the field at the moment they couldn't care less and you got 60,000 every week going to Manchester 60,000 or more genuine supporters Dude, yeah. the fathers went, the grandfathers went, the grand grandfathers went, and they loved the club. Yeah, they don't care about this situation.
0: No, not at all. Okay, John. Um, it's around seventy thousand, I think, or over seventy thousand at Manchester United. Well, but, the, but the principle you're making is sound, and it's absolutely right. And it's very, very sad. Uh, thanks uh, to John, of course, as always, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.